0: Welcome to Down with Joe DeRosa. One topic, one guest, one hour. Let's get the plugs out of the way. May, the beautiful month of May. Actually, let's start with April. April, I'll be up at a Parlor Live there in Seattle, uh, uh, mid April, sometime. Check out their website, Parlor Live. I'll be there. Come check me out. Uh, and then in May, I'll be at the Comedy Bar in Houston, uh, followed by the improv in Seattle. Or I'm sorry, the Comedy Bar. Ooh, fuck, I'm fucking these plugs all up. I'm at the Comedy Bar in Toronto. Following week, I'll be at the Comedy Bar in Houston, okay? Come see me. Hope to see you. It'll be fun. Don't forget about the promotion. Trying to make myself the lowest-rated comedian online. Go leave a bad review and a one-star rating. Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, everywhere. I want to be the lowest-rated. Thank you. Here's the podcast. I present to you Episode 2. Of emotional hangs. I'm a fool to want
1: you. I'm a fool to want you.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back again.
1: Emotional, thanks. (laughs) Part two,
0: number two, two. episode two. It's
1: just you know the whole all of them should you know at some point after a year they'll all be put together and they'll be listened to as the as the as the rich tapestry of two adults becoming friends. Yeah, (laughs) two adult men.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what you figured out essentially was that this show was the purpose because we were trying to figure out what the purpose of it was. And then you said one day, I figured out what the purpose is. It's about two men opening up to each other to become friends. Like, because you
1: don't really... I don't become friends anymore, for the most part. Me neither. You know, like, you meet people, and you're like, oh, that person's cool. You're like, too bad we won't be friends,
0: because there's just
1: a lot of work involved.
0: Yeah, and it it really sucks when you meet, like, other entertainers. Sometimes I'll meet people that I admire, and I like their work, and then you meet them, and you think... I don't want to be friends with them because I know who they are. I want to be friends with them because I think I would have a lot in common with them. But then you can't say let's be friends. You can't say let's as be as a friends. grown up because I mean, really- you, I mean, I mean, I've definitely said it. <laughs> <laughs> but how was that received? It's never received
1: well. It's usually <laughs> said drunkenly, like Uh-oh. "Hey, let's be friends." It's so funny. It's and it's just like "Get out of here, you monster." <laughs>
0: They didn't really call you a monster, though, did they? No, no,
1: no, no. They just... No, you precious little fucking piece of shit. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said. No, they didn't say that It's all. hard becoming friends as grown-ups. I struggle with it all the time. I'm constantly... You know, when I do meet somebody else uh, that I that I like, uh, and I want to be their friend, it's it's hard because I feel it makes me feel self. It feels like high school again. I mean,
1: just talking this much about friends, I feel like we're going to get beat up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It feels yes.
1: like right now. I feel like maybe we should stop talking about friendship so much.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here is the thing: when you are a kid, when you are a kid, you can you are just friends with everybody. You can just be friends.
1: Yeah. Cuz you cuz you know why you don't know you as a child you have not learned all of the different social cues that signify someone isn't interested in what you're saying. Right. So it's like you just keep it's like two bulldozers just smashing right. into each other and then eventually you either like stick together or you don't. Whereas as an adult you can literally you know every little if you if you have a thought about something I said. I can see just the little bit of your eye like go up and I know I've said something stupid and I should shut the fuck up and then all that shit like comes flooding in about yeah. like insecurities and all that shit.
0: Absolutely. And if when when you're a kid, if somebody breaks up with you friend-wise, which that happens when yeah. you're a kid, uh it's 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 like, well screw you man. I don't like you anyway, and, and you walk away and that's it. You don't talk anymore. If you're an adult and somebody has to break up with you friend wise, something's very wrong. There's yeah. something bad. There's something, something very toxic bad happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, like and that's I mean, so the fear of that. What if you'd ever got to that point with somebody? I mean, that's terrifying.
1: <laughs> but don't you think that that... It doesn't ever happen as an adult. No one ever is like, we can't be friends anymore. Oh, I know. No, they just stop returning your
0: calls. I know people that have literally had to say to other grown-ups, I don't what? want to be your friend anymore. What? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Yes. The, I, do, I, I had a friend who had a friend who okay. t- didn't take the hint. And I, I, was, I remember I was staying with my friend at the time. And this guy kept calling him. And he was like, dude, I don't know what to do with this. He won't take the fucking hint. Like, this guy's a dirtball. I don't want to be his friend anymore. He's become this completely gross person. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And the guy called him while I was there. And he was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's calling me again. And he goes, ah, fuck it. And he walked outside onto his front porch and had to, like, break up with the guy. And what? be like, I don't know why you keep calling me. I don't know why you can't take the I don't know what to say. I just don't want to be your friend anymore whoa and then that guy but what here here, here's my question yeah that dude had to be a stand-up no was not a stand up no neither of them were stand-ups what neither were stand-ups that's crazy neither were stand-ups and his friend that he dumped Uh knew me and then like a year later the guy that he dumped started like taking shots at him on facebook and then started taking shots at me too i was like what the fuck did i do i just like you know so, like, I got, like, drug into it. It's ugly, man.
1: It is ugly. Because that
0: guy knew. I must really have fucked up. For someone to break up with me in their 30s, I must be a really toxic person. That's what that guy was thinking. I mean, he must have been, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure he didn't feel great about it.
1: No. I mean, if anyone was like, I'm, I can't be your friend anymore,
0: It's that's rough. Here's the thing. I had a uh, joke about... Uh, I used to have a joke about this, where uh, I said, uh, you know, one of the hard part. One of the hard parts about getting older is you have to hang out with people you don't like anymore. Like, you have to be friends with people you don't like. Yeah. You, you just know have I- to, like, make it okay. Yeah.
1: Because I, was- I used to, you used to just be like, that person walks in the room, I'm going to make a scene mm-hmm. about the fact that I don't like them. Like, when you're 22, 23, somebody comes over to your friend's house who you don't like, it's yeah. like, dude, don't bring them over here. If you bring them over here, I'm going to fucking leave. Right. And then you're just like, fuck you, man. You leave and you make a scene about it. You don't do that as an adult.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know, it is what it is. And you got to just kind of sit there and be like, Ugh. you know? <laughs> yeah. I, and I would say, i go, there are people in this comedy club tonight that don't like each other. You, there Four are people you're together. sitting with that you think like you that don't like you. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. Uh, but because my whole thing was when you're a kid, you have options. That was the whole bit. When you're a kid, you have options. You're meeting kids constantly. Kids at the yeah. pool, kids at school, kids around the corner, kids up the street, kids on the block, And kids also the, the
1: requirements for meeting and becoming friends are wide open. Yeah. Here now, it's like there's a lot of requirements.
0: Yeah, it's literally just whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, we, we both like Star Wars. That's enough of a starting point. Let's go. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? And also things change quickly after a certain age, like after thirty, things start changing. You know, like some of those kids that you were friends with, like probably a percentage of them are like just homeless now. Right. And you're not gonna just before you would just walk up and be friends with them, you're not just gonna walk up to that homeless guy and be like, come on over. Right, exactly. Yeah,
0: you'd let anybody into your space. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah, and that was and then the end of the bit was like that you had to you have to make decisions when you get older. And sacrifice things. You know, you have to sac- The sacrifice is I have to accept things I don't like about this person. And the punchline was, "Well, yeah, my neighbor beats my beats his wife, but he's the only guy I know that drinks. Who am I <laughs> supposed to drink with? Because I was like, you don't meet anybody. Yeah, you know, you have the friend that drinks. Yeah, you have the friend that like maybe wants to get into some crazier shit sometimes. <laughs> you have your strip club friend. Yeah. you know, you have like your girlfriend." You know what I mean? Like you have like like the like the girl you pal around with. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's it becomes very limited. But
1: I also feel like you have that with friends that you like long-term friends. Like have you ever met I feel like there's very few comedians who have this, but the ones who do I always like them cuz I'm one of them who has like childhood friends and right. they still hang out with them and when you meet the childhood friends they're so different from like because usually comedians just have other comedian friends so it's immediately like oh I get it you know like this right. is you're a comic you know um, but then when it's like childhood friends it's just like a person from a different world and right. I respect people who have that but also the fact that like you can tell immediately you're just like what's, what's going on with that guy <laughs> they're like oh he's known him uh, since he was a kid it's like oh right, right. And, like, he's already, like he's just admitted into the fold. But it's just yeah. like, what's, what, what's going on with him?
0: Yeah, well, there's that whole thing. It's like, the, what, what movie is that? Oh, come on. I've known the guy since I was a kid. I can't, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like the Sinatra thing. Uh, you know, in the Rat Pack movie, when, when uh, Ray Liotta plays Sinatra in the movie, and, and Ava Gardner is like, you know, Frank, you always go running whenever your mob friends come calling and she, she's like, when are you going to realize you're like a, the biggest star in the world? And he's like, those guys believed in me when I had nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No matter how big he got, he was still like pally with the mob dudes that he knew growing up in like Hoboken. You know, it's like, you know, it's. You, so wait, that's you actually
1: in a line in a movie that's that's a fictional movie with Frank Sinatra in it.
0: Well, it's supposedly an autobiographical film. No, no, oh, excuse me, a biographical thing because it's about the Rat Pack. You never saw the Rat Pack? The Rat Pack. Oh, so it's not actually
1: Frank Sinatra. No, uh,
0: Frank. Oh, no, which sorry. is why I said Ray Liotta.
1: Oh, Ray Liotta. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was like, this is a movie. I just kind of uh, yeah, I
0: spaced out on that part. Oh, okay. No, I've never seen that movie. It's great. Ray Liotta plays Sinatra. Joe Montana plays Dean Martin. Don Cheadle plays Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bobby Slayton plays Joey Bishop. Oh, I want to see. it. Um, Is it great? It's awesome. Oh, I'm gonna go see it. It's awesome. It's all about the Rat Pack during their rise. It's the rise and fall of the Rat Pack. So it's like them exploding as this like the Hollywood, you know, kind of fifties it team. Well, like sixties really, okay. and them like kind of running Vegas and all that stuff. Yeah, and then what Sinatra did to try to help Kennedy get into office. It's all. It's all about that. Wow. Holy shit. Really great fucking okay, movie. Cool. It's an made, made for HBO. Okay. Made for HBO. Um, but so the point we're getting at here, ultimately, is it's hard to make a new friend. Yeah, when you get older. Yeah, it, it, that isn't just a guy you're going. Oh Christ, he kind of sucks, but whatever, or, or whatever. <laughs> right. To exactly. be to make a real friend. Now, Kurt and I, as we said in the last episode of this, feel that we've made a real friendship, and uh, that that comes to the evidence of that keeps surfacing. And uh, I'll bring up the latest. The
1: latest. This is the inspiration for the second episode of Emotional Hanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because the the hard part about being a friend is you are challenged emotionally. Vulnerability has to be put on the table. On the table.
1: Maybe why we do this podcast while we're drinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh you were, uh, you were on the road recently. Rough time on the road. Yeah, and you weren't having a good time. Tough time. And too bad, too. Yeah, you called me. This was two things, actually. Yeah. The, you, actually, you called me after the text that I'm going to bring yeah. up right now. The thing that made me say, we got to do another episode, was you had texted me that you weren't having a good time. And I texted you back, and I said, if you uh, need to talk, give me a shout. I'm around whatever, and you wrote back, I love you, buddy. And I was warm to the heart, warm to the heart, and too terrified to write I love you too. <laughs> so this
1: is another la- la- layer of male friendship in, as a new friend too. Because uh, I'm also, one would say, quick to the I love you. Do you know what I mean? Sure. But I feel like it's a part of uh, who I am. Sure. You know? That's fine. Definitely say it. I don't say I love you to a lot of dudes.
0: I it's know. It's reserved for, I for people who I feel affection for. I'd be offended if you said I love you to a lot of dudes right now.
1: I uh, Whenever I leave the stage, I say I love each and every one of you. <laughs> Just, the Just, the Just the dudes.
0: Just the dudes. I love, I love each, each and every, and every dude here.
1: <laughs> Good night. <laughs>
0: to, and to the girls You know Keep rocking Keep rocking You're doing a great job Don't
1: talk to me afterwards uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah I was I, I had the feeling That you know That you were Being Sincere That I'm not saying that you You were saying Joe I literally love you But that That it was a, That it was a moment Where you are saying Yeah were it was saying, a moment Of like hey, say, I'm a, saying like I appreciate of you Of course yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't I love it I couldn't say it back I love it I love couldn't it Couldn't say it back I love it could not do it because I was too afraid that you would get the I love you back, bud, or I love you, too. It sounds horrible anyway you say it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you would go, oh, Christ, I was just fucking, I was just being like, hey, I love you, pal. What, this, what the fuck's with this freak? <laughs> that, I think he loves oh, of course. me. And I was uh, terrified.
1: Uh, that's hilarious because that would never would have would have crossed my mind to do that. Probably I not. I mean, maybe... I would have like just burned you right after that, just as a fun thing to do. Sure. You know what I mean?
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only way-
1: knowing that you there, that that it would have been difficult for you to write back write that back. And just <laughs> to burn you, then it would just drive you, you know, deeper into your shell and I would get some level of appreciation out of that, you know. Which
0: is a bad part of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a healthy trait that you feel <laughs> you need to shame the person. <laughs> in your own way because I mean they, it's
1: maybe good you didn't say love you too cuz i maybe would have i honestly I in the space that i was in i would not have
0: no i agree but it I, I, I'm would i'm just I, saying I, I would it would think. be
1: very funny if i did
0: it would have been hilarious yeah. it would have been hilarious here's one thing i do like about you Kurt. you you always do respond correctly to the texts like today i said yeah, I said you want to go uh, get drinks after the podcast. You said yeah, but I can't party tonight. And then I said, no worries, dude. Maybe you can use this before he came over and sent you that coupon for tampons. Yeah. right. It's 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 a classic, joke as old as classic, the ages.
1: Classic joke. But I love it. it I love it too. Never not. I mean like, that one. I would have responded with, "That's okay. I have some salve for your pussy."
0: I swear to God, the words salve, "salve" and "pussy" were in my head, and I, I, think I was it's like, a
1: "Classic. It's a classic. It's a classic." You know.
0: Let me tell you why I had the tampon coupon picked to send you so quickly. Why? <laughs> Last week I called Thun up. Like, Are we still hanging tonight? He texts back. Uh, I, I'm real hungover. We hung out Friday night and and had a really great time. Uh-huh. We we're supposed to go out Saturday. I text him Saturday. We still on? He goes. I'm 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 nursing this hangover. I need I might need to take a rain check. I go. Take this to the store and get your fucking shit together. And I sent him the coupon uh-huh. for the tampon. First off, does that coupon work? <laughs> I don't know. I, I had to Google tampon coupon. That's what I had to Google, and then that came up. The coupon, uh, tampon, yeah. coupon. No response.
1: Oh. How do you
0: not respond to the tampon bit?
1: I know. that's it. And then all of a sudden you feel bad about sending the tampon bit.
0: I felt like, did I offend him?
1: Yeah. Does he actually have a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> but then you get, a, yeah, you get all in your head about it. You always I, have to respond to an insult because otherwise it's unfair to the person who insulted you. <laughs> yes, have That's some classic. heart. Have some heart for the mean That's guy. That's classic. <laughs> have some heart for the mean guy. <laughs>
0: now, but I responded. Yeah, she I did. I said I already have two in. I like that you did. I like that you did. And I like that you chose to go the self-deprecating route with it. Yeah. You didn't go, "Oh, why don't you Yeah. Why don't you eat my pussy?" Cuz you know what? Yeah, yeah. Cuz that
1: uh you go self-deprecating route, you eat it all. You eat all that. Yeah, m and m salt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it. you mile Miles. Have you heard that fucking it makes me so happy when they took the 8 Mile song and it's just mom's spaghetti over and over again? No. Are you joking? Ju- Pause this right now. We're going to have to listen to it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. We have Pause to p- it right now.
0: All right. We're pausing. All right. We watch, we watch the video. We watch the video. It has... It's amazing. It if has a million... Over a million
1: hits. It's so... I'm so happy that, that guy made it. He's a comedy guy, too. I think he's a writer on something. Um, but uh, if you haven't seen it, it's just a sample mom's spaghetti in that Eminem song. And then expertly place it so the entire song's
0: about mom's spaghetti over and over and over. He throws up mom's spaghetti. Yeah, and, and <laughs> he's choking. The spaghetti won't come out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's oh, great. god. It's I great. Love it <laughs> crowd so spaghetti. <laughs> makes me laugh so much. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It also Ooh. lets me re- it also makes me further realize there's no point in making web videos. Right. Because like, that that will
1: kill also I saw I watched a web video today. This is something I like to watch. I two videos that I watch uh, all day long.: What is it?: One is boat launches.: Yeah. Gone wrong. Oh, yeah. You know when they're like just built a boat and then they slide it in and then it fucks up and just tips over or like smashes yeah. people. I watch those. She enjoys that forever. And um, <laughs> crosswind <laughs> airplane landings. Have you ever seen those?: What's that? It's when there's a perpendicular, like, so wind is going perpendicular to the way the plane's landing, and it, it's real fucked up, the landings. Like, literally, like, one, it's almost, the wings almost smash the ground a bunch of times, but they're commercial airliners. Uh, and bo- I watched three videos. One was just waves on a boat, of, like, crashing over things. Six million views. <laughs> and he had an ad in front of it. So right. that guy is a, a millionaire. Right. Another one was just a boat launches. Had 3 million views. No one's getting hurt in these. These boats are flipping upside down. Everybody loves Loving. a splash. Everybody loves a splash. Everybody loves a splash. That's why they named that fucking show uh, Wipeout. That fucking the show that get, probably... Yeah, they just fucking fall in water. Knocked off of the thing into the I mean, talk about pools. TV made by mentally disabled children. That's <laughs> what it is. It's fucking whatever that show is, Splashdown. Wipeout. Wipeout. No,
0: you said it right the first time. What the hell is Splashdown? Splashdown
1: is definitely a ride at a water
0: park. That's a great title for something. Splashdown? I would call your next screenplay Splashdown. Water Splashdown. Splashdown, and it's like an action movie that takes place on boats.
1: I'm going the other way, and Water Splashdown is just a bunch of rabbits that are of low IQ, and they can't get it together to do anything. I don't even get that. Watership Down? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Watership that? Down, which is, I've never read it. I just know it's a book where About rabbits, rabbits? Yeah, and they're like real mean to each other. I think it's a dystopian novel about
0: rabbits. Oh, it's like It's like it's Animal, like animal Farm. Farm, but
1: with fucking rabbits.
0: Is there anything more disturbing than
1: Animal Farm? I've never read it. its I always get Animal Farm confused with Charlotte's Web.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, exactly, and in Charlotte's Web, I keep waiting for the pig to <laughs> start drinking whiskey and become corrupt, and I am like, no, idiot! <laughs> no, this the is pig that's The star of the children's storybook isn't <laughs> going to become corrupt. Babe, too. Babe freaks me out because it reminds me of Animal Farm. <laughs> He's talking, especially pigs. Babe, too.
1: Uh, pig in, pig the in the city. Because it's that hotel that's run by a monkey. Really? Oh, Jesus. P- Babe, Pig in the City takes it the whole world to a different level. He goes into this this city that's essentially like Venice, but it's all run by animals. So there's a hotel run by a monkey. Chickens are living in it and other animals. It's cuckoo balls.
0: I don't like the talking animals scenario. I it love it so much. Out.
1: I love it so much. You Dr. Really-
0: Doolittle. I love Dr. Doolittle just to see some fucking animals. The talk. Eddie Murphy one. Yeah. Did you ever see Eddie Murphy on Inside the Actor's Studio? No. No. He goes, uh, they ask him about Dr. Doolittle. Did you just belch? Yeah, I just belched. Kurt does a thing. Can I air (laughs) this to everybody? please? Uh, Kurt does a thing where he burps frequently. All the time. And he holds it in so there's silence. It's a silent belch. And then he blows it out the side of his mouth as if nobody is noticing. (laughs) His face completely locking up and a a strain (laughs) in his chest. And then... Him <laughs> exhaling when he's not smoking or anything. Like,
1: just, you just, like a real, I just blow it out. Because what I'm doing is I'm getting, if there's any smell associated with that, I'm trying to get it away
0: from the person's face who I'm talking to. That's where you and I differ, my friend. Because <laughs> me and my buddies, I will belch into their face and blow it into their face as hard as I can.
1: Super fine with that. I'm just talking about impolite company. You know? And so wow. I've just it's just been triggered at like... I would think not belching in <laughs> polite company. There's no, I don't have, I don't have control over that. No governor on it, huh? No, there's no governor. I even get into it when I'm uh, in the middle of my act, and if I'm like drinking on stage, like I'll be drinking a vodka soda or something, uh-huh. and just some bubbles will get stuck, and I'll be in the middle of like saying something, and it'll be like, oh, oh. <laughs> it'll, it'll turn the audience off for a bit, like they watch my whole like. <laughs> Like fra- face kind of change, and I'm trying to ignore it. And I just kind of plow through it, but it happens a good a good amount. Oh So boy, much so that it. sometimes I just don't even bring I love a drink it. on stage with me for,
0: because of that. I love it. I love it. That's so funny, man. That's so funny. I get a I get that little bubbly weird thing in the throat. Too. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a farting issue as well? No, I don't fart very much. Really? No. When you do, bad or good? It's never. Doesn't smell ever. Ever Mm-mm. that means you're keeping a keeping a clean
1: system. Yeah, I'm not. You're not, You eat pretty well. Oh, I eat fine.
0: I just drink a lot. I drink a lot too, but you don't drink that much. I feel like. Yeah. I Feel like we drink like normal adults. I don't know. Nights a week. I think we
1: drink like comics, like normal comics. Yeah. Like someone who works in
0: bars, two every night, <laughs> maybe three nights, four tops a week. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I I, I got to tell you, it never gets old. <laughs> it doesn't get old. It I, never gets old. I, I never agree. get tired of it. I really enjoy it. Now, here's the thing. Yes. After we had the texting, the I love you texts. Mm-hmm. We uh, had a heart to heart. After that, we had a heart to heart on the phone.
1: Where was I? And you said phone like you're phone. from Pittsburgh. Philly. You're from Philly. That's Philly, Philly. Yeah.
0: phone, dude. Uh, and I was in Pittsburgh at the time. You were in Pittsburgh, and you and we talked on the phone. We had a hard time. Then I went to do a show at the Westside Comedy Theater. After
1: oh yeah, I was asking you why are you driving across town to do a show,
0: <laughs> and we got paid for it. There you go. Yeah, we got forty bucks. Hey, I was like, oh, oh, that's right, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but you only spent I spent g- thirty five on gas to get out there, <laughs> uh, and then the other five was for parking. So <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, no, but I got there, and Neil Brennan was there, and I was hanging out with him in the green room, and, uh, he, your name came up somehow, and he said, are you friends with Kurt? I don't know Kurt very well, and I said, uh, I said, yes, I am, and I said, in fact, I believe our friendship went to a new level this evening, and Neil said, why? And I said, we just had a heart-to-heart on the phone, man. I was like, that was a first, that was our first heart-to-heart ever. That's big, and here's what's great about that. I felt good telling Neil about that because as soon as I saw Neil, we said hi and we had like this nice exchange. Then he came in the green room and he goes, he goes, I feel like there's a lot of goodwill between us. And I was like, I know, right? That's a version of we have emotional hangs. Yeah. And I go, I know, right? And he goes, he goes, uh,
1: Joe is checking his phone right now because his phone. Sorry. I live alone.
0: I'm lonely. I was seeing if it was some kind of salvation. <laughs> if it was a girl.
1: Is it's, it a girl? It's nothing. Who is it? to Just explain it in some way.
0: Well, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. You're married to her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a friend of mine that was going to drive up tonight from the west side. Okay. That said she, they uh, can't make it now. And it, it is a female, but not a date female. Not a hookup. No, just a friend. All right, keep going. Anyway. Um but he goes, I feel like we have a lot of goodwill between us. And I go, I agree. And he goes, He goes. we don't see each other that much. He goes, I forget you live here till I see you. But every <laughs> time I see you, I feel like it's a really good energy. Yeah. I was like, Neil, I couldn't agree with you more. I see that guy. I'm immediately, I don't know him. I really don't know him at all.
1: I've maybe spoken to him
0: twice. I'll tell you this. My friendship with him is very similar to the friendship I have with you. I like that. I line. see you and hang out with you more. But there you go. There, there bro, we go. Just, just let it go. I
1: burped. I blew it still to the side. But I took the microphone away from my face. <laughs> All right? Because I'm not a child anymore. I've given up childish things. You fucking
0: child. Um, so, uh, you know, so here's where we're at. This friendship is actually making progress through the course of the progress of this podcast. Of the podcast. podcast. Which I think is very
1: interesting. I think that's it's totally fascinating.
0: Yes, yes. And I also, I really do
1: genuinely wonder how as a human who we don't know listening to this podcast like what does this sound like like what i guess it's just two buds hanging out right or i don't know it just sounds like two guys way too concerned with emotions
0: <laughs> i uh
1: i had a couple nice i put the last one out on my podcast yeah and i still haven't cuz i've had a backlog of my shit that hurts a little bit yeah there we go but it's fine there we go it's fine Maybe this one will just go on mine, and we go
0: one, we go back and forth. I need an episode for Monday. Okay, great. <laughs> no, we should put them on both just yeah, because yeah. who cares? It doesn't matter which – the rate the at which they go on both does not matter. Exactly. I think we should just do this separately. Right. I really think we should. And I got – because I got a lot of nice responses from the last one he were like, "That's really funny. Please do more of that." We got the tweet from that girl today that was like, "Yeah, when when's
1: more coming out?" Which was weird. Well, what the best part was, she was searching for emotional hangs, and the only shit that came up was like very weird, yeah. emotional therapy stuff. Yeah. So we have our the name of it really just feeds into just being mixed in with a lot of weird self help bullshit. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I love I it. Like that. That's
0: what's great. Yeah, only one negative comment. One guy said fuck that other podcast. Mine? Well, meaning like this one, cuz this, oh, this I released one. this as an episode online. Oh, yeah, and I right, said right. and I did an intro where I go this is going to be a new podcast that we're going to do, but we're going to start premiering episodes on our Let's get that guy as a podcast. guest. Huh? Let's
1: get that guy as a guest.
0: He's not ready.
1: <laughs> He's not ready. He's not ready. He's, He's not got- ready. He's got uh, four followers
0: now. Out of all your closest friends, yes. in, in the whole world, yes. Who's, you know, everybody's got their select best friend group or whatever. Right. Where you go, this these guys are my closest. Mm-hmm. What's the, the most recent of those best friends? How old were you when you met that guy? The most. Okay, so we're talking tightest four. Exactly. We're tightest going your four. T- top three, top four, and and. You know, chronologically, one of them came later than the other three. How old were you when you met the latest of those? 22. 22. Youngest was, it was 3, uh, 3, 14, 16, 22. Wow. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar ratio myself. And you see these guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mine is, is one. I mean, I didn't fucking know what was happening at one but we were hanging out yeah our parents hung out uh, one uh, two were at 15 uh, another was at like 19 or 18 excuse me and then another was like around like yeah 21 22
1: I think it stopped around 25 they say the brain loses its plasticity so you're you're still like constantly forming new pathways in the brain. And then after 25, it's much more difficult. Like the brain kind of like right. hardens in a way. And I think that's why the majority of like tight, tight, tight friendships happen before 25. Right, right. Um, because you kind of like, you mold around that person. And then like, there's stuff that like those four people um, are probably that, that are my, my best friends are right. the most flawed people I know in the world. And oh, yeah. I accept all of their flaws it, all the i mean i make fun of them constantly for it <coughs> right. um but it's like it's things that I like i and also the thing is i don't know if they're more flawed than other people it's that i know every single fucking detail of their their flawed per- personality right right you know
0: well my you know my oldest friend in the world is is uh, my friend scott and he we used to talk about it all the time he would say we would we would we would uh we would Confide in one another about depression. Yeah, that we would both have, and he would always say, he would always say, you know, it's okay, we have this depression because I don't. He goes, I, he would say, I don't trust people that don't get depressed, because in order to understand true joy, you have to understand true sadness. You can't understand one without the other, and we really bonded on that. Now and that's a thing that a lot. I've had people in my life tell me uh, that's a flaw of yours it's a darkness it shouldn't be there depression yeah yeah no. or it's t- it's too Whoa. too bleak of an outlook at times that you have whatever but he's a guy that shares that outlook with me at times and we s- turned it into a positive yeah it's accepting the flaw and saying like no this is this is human man yeah. this is okay you know and that's hard to find I, I, but i will say this some of the friends i've made here in the last year and a half i feel like will eventually become Like long, -long lifelong friends. So here's the deal: I feel like
1: as an adult, you have a lot of opportunities for potential for friendship, but the work required for them is it's an it's it's not a definite. Like if you meet somebody who you really get along with well at 21, yeah, you're gonna be probably very close with them for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now as an adult, like it's easy. Like I I meet people where I'm just like, "Ah, wow. I like, I like this person a lot, and then I just never have time to see them, never have the ability to just right. be like, Hey, man, hey, That's tough. Like, like, let's talk, let's hang out. And like, there's a lot of op- like, I just don't know, like, I honestly don't know if like all those things will become deep friendships, you know? I've you met- have to, it's like a lot of fucking
0: work. See, here's what I think it's not a lot of work. In what way? I think the people that you're truly going to be long-term good friends with, it's not a lot it of work. It just comes easy. It comes easy, you know? But you still have to hang out with them. Well, you have to hang out with them, but I mean, I think all of us hang out. I think all of us, regardless of how busy we are. Now, you're a married man, so it's, it's a little different for you than it is for me. I'm single, um, so my free time is my free time. Right. So I can understand that you might have weeks where you say, I can't hang out with friends at all this week because I have one free night and... I'm going to do wife stuff, Yeah, you know, which is great, you know, but like, I would say this, the people that I'm thinking of right now, uh, that I could, that I'm like, I think I might be friends with that guy for a long time. Uh, it's very easy. It's, we hang out when we can hang out, uh, as a single guy, again, like on the nights that I am free in a week, I, those are the people I call, Mm -hmm. uh, and we pick up where we left off every time. there's never awkwardness. There are guys that I can make any joke to you're you're one of the guys I, I I mean like that i I really mean it like you're you're one of the guys like you're a guy every even if I don't see you for a month we we hang out we pick up right where we left off. yeah, I can make any joke to you. It's fucking hilarious like I don't mean the jokes i also appreciate, we laugh. I also appreciate it like there i someone has a joke about this.
1: Um, I know, Oh, it's Mark Norman. Uh-huh. Uh, Mark Norman has a joke, and not to say that we ever that either of us are racist because we don't talk about that and we're not racist. But he has a joke where it says, uh, "Racism now becomes uh, not only is it surprising, but it's also like, oh, I didn't know we were that close." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like I'm, I'm butchering his joke, but that's, that's a the point of it. You know joke. what I mean? And it's in the same way where it's like when you and I are like truly offensive with each other, it's a it's a form of vulnerability that I'm willing like that yes. I'm willing to say the awful things that I say to you.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. we say pretty awful stuff to each really
1: other. Really awful. Th- I I would say that you I have the most the uh, male relationship with you than I do with anybody else in L.A.
0: Right. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, and I, I would say that uh, that you are definitely one of the guys that I have the... But y- y- you might be the guy. Because even some of the other guys I'm thinking of that I'm pretty close with, we don't antagonize as much. Yeah. I think you and I are sharing, uh, even though it's a small history, a small history of being New York comics yeah. and, and hanging out in New York together. Uh, a lot of the guys I know here and hang out with here, even though they were New York comics, they weren't guys I hung out with in New York a lot. Yeah. You were one of the only guys that I'm like, yep, back in New York, I used to hang out with Kurt once in a while.
1: Every once in a while.
0: And that was it. And Kamal's another one of those guys. You know, he was like, and I'm not super tight with Kamal, but, like, we're friends. And, like, but, like, he's a guy where we have a very antagonistic bond because I think it kind of goes back to, like, we were New York guys. And it's also respect,
1: like, to truly insult someone. Yeah, it means uh, it, I think a, you can take it, respect. and I'm comfortable with you. I think you can take it, and right. I'm not going to pull any punches with you. I'm going to be incredibly rude. Right. I'm going to try to deeply hurt you. What's
0: the meanest <laughs> thing you've ever said
1: to a friend? Oh, Jesus! Like to, to be funny, I mean. Oh, to be funny. Yeah.
0: So, the, the, I the say all the joke. time,
1: all the time. I would, I say it to, like my, like two of my closest friends. We just insult each other. Constantly, so I can't think of one specific thing because i'm actually not sure what he would consider to be the most insulting thing,
0: <laughs> like because
1: right. usually because we know each other's deepest fears and we'll drill them'll we'll dr- well, all three of us to get together'll we'll we drill each other on our deepest fears
0: okay, I got a great one for you yeah and I used to talk about this in my set too I, I, I would tell this story about it. I'd say, i say I'd say I think friends that are f- true friends. In private, when it's just the two of them hanging out, should be able to say anything to each other, and you have to give your friend the benefit of the doubt that he's just kidding. Yeah. And I said, uh, for instance, my friend Scott, his dad, the guy that I was just talking about, his dad died when we were 12. Very sad, obviously. Now we're 37, and we'll play beer pong against each other. And you talk a lot of shit when you play beer pong. And he'll say things like, um, you suck, you're going down. And I'll say things like, after I beat you at this game, I'm going to dig up your father's corpse and fucking in front of you. And I go, and then we laugh because he knows I'm joking, right? And then whatever, it goes from there. And he saw that joke. And it's true. I have said that to him during beer pong games. Yes. And he saw that joke and he came up to me after the show. And he goes, he goes, hey, the joke about my dead dad. And I go, yeah. And he goes, can you do me a favor? And I go, yeah. And he goes, uh, can you give me a better shit talk in the beer pong game Than you're going down <laughs> That that's the shit talk you give me Seriously <coughs> And I was like that is That's f- true that's, that's a true good friendship
1: That's a good note though
0: Yeah it, it is
1: <laughs> It's not as funny though if I give him a good one I know because uh, it makes you seem like less a monster If he has a good one Yeah Whereas I gotta now sound, like, I gotta sound like an insane Like an animal insane monster spiralize. yeah yeah <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, but I mean, I was like, that's real friendship. Yeah, like he, and he wasn't trying to be funny. He literally was saying, "I'm offended that you're making me sound so milk toast with the shit talk." Yeah. Did you change it or did you just cut the joke? No, I go fuck you. I'm not doing <laughs> it. And then he was like, "Thanks, man, great." And then he laughed, and that was it. But that's friendship. That's, that's real friendship.
1: Yeah. That's real friendship.
0: Yeah. So, but. Uh,
1: Cheer- no, no, I'm saying cheers. Oh, oh. You well, you have nothing in your glass, shit. you queef. No, I've got enough.
0: No, you don't. Kurt texted me today. What? Oh, I already talked about this. Yeah, you already did. Sorry, the whiskey's settling in. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> cheers. To friendship, <laughs> to emotional hangs. <laughs> I feel like we've discussed emotional hangs a lot today. All right, we're going to do another
0: one of these. Mm-hmm.
1: Hell yeah. I mean, by the end of it, the, the end of each one
0: is just us drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drunk, but I feel nice. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> As he burps to the side again, blows it out quietly. Uh, this was Emotional Hangs. I love doing this podcast. and we're, There's going to be more, and I apologize to the guy that hates it so much.
1: Oh, I don't apologize to him. He can go fucking kill himself.
0: Jesus, Kurt. Yep. yep.
1: Yeah, hurt. I'm taking a hard line on people who criticize me online now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's criticizing you online?
1: <laughs> I'm sick and tired of it.
0: Nobody's criticizing. Sick and tired you. of bullshit. Everybody loves you. They're all saying nice things.
1: Now hey, listen, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's criti- Tell me a criticism that hurt you to your soul, and that's. I what don't know. I don't get it online. You never. I get, get it, it in life. Tell me a criticism that hurt you recently that really hurt you, and that's where we'll, re- we'll end. When it really, do- truly hurt you.
1: Oh, not a crit- I didn't have a criticism. I just, I just got attacked.
0: No, no, no. You don't have to talk about that.
1: <laughs> that's for another episode, yeah. everybody. Oh, no, that. But that's like put me off. Like I'm red. I'm just like fucking anything that comes at me. I now it's all nuclear. That's missiles. a great cliffhanger.
0: Let's end there. Okay. Kurt got attacked. <laughs> yeah. Details to come. See everybody. Oh, do you want to plug anything? Uh, What's your next attack? Where where's that my next happening? attack? <laughs>
1: I'll be I'll be in the Bay Area doing a benefit uh on August sixteenth uh for uh for NARAL for Pro Choice America, and then uh you so come to fucking
0: that. Fucking sinner pig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's at
1: the park view on the sixteenth. Nice. And then after that, May, I'm going on another tour dates on my website.
0: Nice. And uh check me out. Bell Uh, Bellevue. No, it is Bellevue, Washington. Parlor Live next month, this month, all April. Uh, And then in May, Comedy Bar in Toronto, Houston Improv the week after. All right, guys, bye.